So, so was this harder? Like, was it harder than when Justin Berkman hit you? Because I know Berkman hit you and you were kind of out it, a little bit. It was about even. You know what's funny? When Berkman hit me, he didn't know I was out. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. Hey, I got a good poker face. I, I wrote you on Facebook. I said, hey, man, you know you knocked me out, right? <laughs> He's like, I did. He's like, like I'm going to tell you, you knocked me out. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Well, thank God you're okay. Where were you going to? What were you doing? I was just going to get something to eat. You know, I went vegan two months ago. Oh. And I've been having trouble finding quick food. So I was driving around town and I was like, forget it. I headed home and man, it happened, bro. It was scary, you know? And I just lost a good friend. Uh, man, you know my friend, Billy Bill, the guy yeah. that was comedian, he passed away, had a heart attack in his sleep. I'm sorry about so that. This is like a week after that though. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's been nothing but bad news, but we keep our head up high, man. I'm still, yeah. I'm now still you, were, you, had, you had a comeback fight again? Cause you, every time you fight, you retire. Uh, yeah, I just, like I just quit retiring. You're like the Jay-Z of MMA. <laughs> so, yeah. So, because your last fight was against a tough guy, right? A UFC vet. Yeah. Well, uh, who, Bellator told me to go out and get a quality win. Yeah. The only person, you can Google this. There's nobody out there. These guys, and I, and I called everybody out. I hit Legacy up. I'm with the Combat Americas. I said, anybody that's a middleweight, you want to fight, I'll do it. You, you're trying to get in the UFC, go through me. And nobody responded except for Eric Spicely. So me and Eric Spicely was like, let's fight. We both trying to get back in the UFC. He was like, cool. And boom, he got took on a last minute fight. Oh. And he got in. So I didn't have any quality wins. So I, I, I called out, um, I forgot his name, Bazinski, Seth Bazinski, who's tough as hell. He yeah. don't look like much. His record isn't great, but the dude has some quality wins. Anybody that beats Matt Brown and, and Neil Magny is not a punk. So, yeah. I mean, the guy has like 15 UFC fights, and I, I beat him. I had a perfect strategy, minus me getting my nose broke four weeks before the fight, and he caught me with a nasty right hand in the, fourth, in the third round. So I just uh, draw humped him for about four minutes. So no, I mean, I'm not, No, I'm not going to lie. When I um, saw you were <laughs> fighting him, I was like – Man, it's a dangerous fight. Like, this is like it was a... Very, I knew it was a dangerous fight, and that's why I took it. The first yeah. two rounds was all on... We didn't go to the ground, nothing. I just tagged him up, touch and go. I know how he fights. He wants you to get tired. He wants you to take him down. I didn't take him down on purpose. I know what he does. Then he gets up, wears you down, and beats you. So the third round, he hit me, and we said, if my nose gets broken again, start wrestling. You know? So it worked out. It was a good win. But Bellator kind of left me hanging after that. They're like, oh, the card's full. I'm like, damn. So, you know what's real crazy? If I've spoken to the UFC three or four times, and every time they're okay with giving me a last-minute fight, but somebody already took it. So I'm really on this crazy mission to take a last-minute UFC fight, and that'll be I gotta fun, say, man. man, you look great. I mean, I love the pictures. You look – how old are you, 41, 42? I'm 40. I'll be 41 this year. I went vegan. I feel great. I, I, I do vegan with a lot of carbs. A lot of people go vegan, they get tired. It, like, it's not like keto. I load up on carbs. I love carbs, man. I eat a lot of bread. I don't care what nobody says. It works for me. I've lost almost 20 pounds. I'm walking around under 200 pounds now. I was walking around about 218. And any wrestler, you know, you're a wrestling coach and a former wrestler. We, we always wrestle with this weight and shoot up 15, 20 pounds. And I'm just getting too old for that. When it started getting hard for me to cut to 85, I made a lifestyle change, you know? So I did the vegan thing. I'll make 85 in my sleep. My next fight is at 196 and I weigh 199. Wow. So now you had a fight, you had a fight planned this week or something or next week or? No, it was March 21st. 
right before the lockdown happened. The lockdown happened on the 14th. So I was seven days away from my fight. <laughs> who, who, who are you fighting against? This guy from uh, Texas. He's a, I, I don't hate to use the word journeyman, but he'll fight anybody. And literally, no, we went through 15 opponents for one local card, and everybody said no. Um, I think it's partially because my last fight, I almost knocked out that Russian. So the first thing they see when they Google my yeah, name is me yeah, throwing yeah. a haymaker. And, yeah, so no, everybody's like, basically, the risk is not the, worth the reward with me. I can knock anybody out. I don't care how good you are. So it's like, if you beat them, so what? But if he beat you, like, you're screwed. You know what I mean? So nobody will take the fight. Now, what's so some guy, what's Abdullah, Abdullah something. Huh? Doing Baroni on Twitter. Man, Baroni, we ain't fighting. Baroni crazy. <laughs> Baroni's hilarious. I'll be honest with you, man. We talk so much noise, and then we'll inbox each other and laugh about it. So, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, That's it ain't serious, man. I'm, we're not disrespectful anything. I love Baroni. He's a cool dude. If anything, I do some pro wrestling with him. I don't want to fight Baroni by any means at all. I'll now, roast him a little bit, though. I love roasting the dude. He's hilarious. Now, we got to talk <laughs> about the, the current state of affairs of this world right now. Uh, yeah. I, I want to get your take on it. I mean, what I said yesterday was obviously what happened, you know, uh, uh, you know, to George Floyd was awful. Like, just the worst. I mean, we got to figure the whole police brutality thing is just out of control. And yeah. it, it's terrible. It, it, no one, that's awful. And, it, and it's, you know, it's been going on for too long, way too long. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I support the protesters and the right to protest. That, that's an American thing. That's awesome. But then there's this, like, different group of people. Opportunists. That's opportunists, what they are. Rioters, uh, just people <laughs> causing fires. And it's, the same people, it's the same people that when there's a hurricane, they loot. When, when there's a tragedy, they find ways to... I mean, they're opportunists, man. That's the only way to put it. They seem pretty organized, though. Uh, they are. It's really bad now, because have you noticed people are dropping off bricks? They're paying people to destroy stuff. Like, it's, it's really bad now, <laughs> you know? Like, and, but the good thing is social media is exposing these people. There's a guy in Minneapolis with an umbrella and a, and a ski mask on, yeah. and he was breaking windows and running off. And they were like, what are you doing? Like, you're not even... A, you're, you're, you're not a part of this you know what i mean so it's like inspector gadget which showed up about to fly well, you know that people umbrella. are idiots people are stupid and they'll follow it you now, see a broken window and he spray painted this is a free auto zone something like that if you if you watch the video closely he spray painted on the door this is free auto zone everything is free or something like free zone yeah. forget auto zone this is free zone so now i mean but what are your th what are your thoughts about how this is going to end, where this is going. Who I'll give you my, I'll, I'll, I can talk about this for hours. You know, I'm a history teacher. I'm very deep in my roots as far as being a black man in America. I'll, I'll say two things. And, and let me tell you what's sad about one of the things that I'm going to tell you. I'll save that for the end. Is I'll give you the answer when I get done. But not one person has ever answered this question when I argue with them online. Um, here's my first take is. They're going, March is. This, I'm just I'm gonna put this online. People get pissed. Marches don't work anymore. The reason why marching worked back in the day is because when they marched, Martin Luther King had them do peaceful protests. They were attacked. That's why peaceful protests work. Because when they were marching, they were getting sprayed with water hoses, attacked by dogs, beaten and killed. They were putting their lives on the line to peaceful protests. It's 2020. Peaceful protests don't work like they used to. The reason why peaceful protests work is because while they were getting sprayed by water hoses and getting bit by dogs is the news was playing that 
and the world was going, why are you treating these people like this? So it put pressure on the government to make changes. That's what happened in the civil rights movement, period. No, it had nothing to do. Do you think a riot would have helped Martin Luther King? How was that going to help? How was a riot helping anything? I know you're releasing frustration, but you're pissing off people that don't even care about you already. So how are you fixing that? You want support from locals, but you tearing down their businesses? So that's the first part. Here's the second part, Adam, and I'm not going to put you on the spot because you're a white man, okay? But listen, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll give you the reason why it's going to be hard for you to answer this question. When, now, there's two things. Black Lives Matter is the wrong movement. You should say Black Lives Matter too. You understand what I'm saying? Doesn't it sound better? Yes. When you say Black Lives Matter, it sounds like other lives don't. Sorry, I blacked out. I mean, yeah. I blinked yeah. out a little bit. Black Lives Matter too is a better movement. That's a movement that I would love to start. Two, say two. Now, here's my question, Adam, and think about it. No, Just I think you're right. I, on that first thing, I think because when it was, when it was, because at first I was like, you're right. When they say Black Lives Matter, it segregates first, you. It separates you. Call like, it segregation. Wait, wait, and then you go, wait, my life doesn't matter. Like so. Exactly. So, but then when it was explained to me, what I, well, not to me, but it was explained, and I go. No, like they're, they're saying, like, I think with Nick Cannon was like, just because you saved the whales doesn't mean fuck the other fish. You're just yeah. worried about the whales right now. Or if you exactly. go to the, doctor, or the house is say, on fire, everybody's using a house on fire. Yeah, or you say my ankle hurts doesn't mean your other bones are okay. It just means right now deal with the ankle. And I go, oh, that makes total sense. And you're right, but because black lives matter, it doesn't, it, because then you go, all lives matter. Well, you got, exactly. You got to say black lives matter too. Right, and, and just I, because the way society is made, that everybody's got to be equal and equivalent, and you know we got gay rights. We got you got to say two. That's all you got to say. That kills the argument. I agree because uh, because I agree with both. I agree that Black Lives Matter. I agree that All Lives Matter. And, and all you can lives, say them all. All lives includes Black people. I mean, if, I mean, so the, it's like it's like you're it's like you're tricking me into thinking into yeah. agreeing with somebody. I don't. That I'm like I agree with all. You got, if you say two, it changed the entire wording of the thing but here's my question adam and this is where every conversation i have online twitter facebook every social media site i ask this question and not one person has ever been able to answer it since when did black lives matter in america we've been here 400 years since when did black lives begin to matter think about it think about what i'm saying well we've, i understand i understand what you the question is now yeah i have two answers to this Yes. Like to me personally, they've always mattered. Everyone's people's lives have mattered. Okay, to me personally. Let, let me interrupt to, real quick. To the ancestors, not of me, because I have I'm Jewish and my parents, my grandparents came from Russia and, and and Canada. I'm sure there was a systematic racism, social race as well. But my, you know, but to to other people, to people before me, before me, probably when the what the three fifths rule got taken away no that was in the 1700s no that was not it because that, that was in the 1700s that didn't last long that wasn't it keep going though you're good i'm I'm, a witch. I'm with you i promise so when do they matter they always seem to matter and look i mean people that see, this is like people like depends i mean to slave owners they probably mattered because they wanted the slaves to no. win. so they didn't, they didn't matter they was throwing them off the boats yeah yeah so, that's, <laughs> yeah, so not that either uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're asking me to speak for for fucking for all people. Hey, I, I don't know. I no, don't know. No, no. But let me tell you why this question is so good. Okay, and I'm gonna give. Let me give you the answer. Want me to give you the answer? Mm, sure. 
in America, never. Let me tell you why. Now, they have, in a sense, we've earned more rights and we've, uh, as long as we're looked at as lesser than and have lesser rights to this day, do you know that in Alabama, in 2019, they just had their first integrated school? Really? Now, yes, yes. For the entire state of Alabama, you can Google it. In Georgia, they Wait, had was that like on purpose, proms. Or on purpose or just happened to be integrated? Yes, on purpose. It's segregation. They segregate housing in Alabama since it started. You, you, if you go to an all-white neighborhood, they're going to deny your application and give it to a white family. So listen, let me, let me, I don't want to get too far off track. We definitely didn't matter during slavery. There's no way in hell anybody could tell me that we mattered. No, I know. <laughs> I, people are going to say no, that. No, no, no. People saying. are going to take that quote out of, out of context. No, I, no. I know what you meant. I know what you meant because they were valuable. Yeah. They were valuable. But it wasn't their lives that was valuable. It was the, it was the body that was valuable. You right. know what I mean? I could easily replace you. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Uh, my, anybody that you know, says, I, I don't think slaves were valuable mattered to the slave owners, okay? To anybody that's- Yeah, they were, they, no, you were right. You were correct because they mattered. The people mattered because they were, they were property, but their right. lives didn't matter. If you take right. my kids away from me, if you castrate me, they castrated men. They cut the penises off and you're raping the women. Your life does not matter to me. You understand what I'm saying? Right. You know, that their lives didn't matter. Um, we worked our way up through, through slavery ending. We got all the way to the 60s. Now, mind you, bro, 60s was not long ago, man. I talked to my mom the other day and was like, what was it like as a kid? She said it was bad. Now, the reason why I say our lives have never mattered, yes, we've got equal rights. We cannot settle for less. Our lives matter when we get equality, period. I know life ain't fair. Life sucks. I mean, I know it ain't fair. But until people realize that we do not have it fair in this country, we're, we're arrested 10 times more, we're convicted 10 times harder. We, you know, and people always bring up black on black crime. That's a myth. Black on black crime is a myth because everybody kills where they live. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Well, I don't know if it's a myth or it's still wrong. I think people no. say, well, black people kill black people. So therefore, white people killing black people is okay. It's like, wait, no, no, it's all Let that. Let me tell you why it's a myth. Let me tell you why it's a myth. Everybody kills where they live, Adam. If you, white people, have you ever heard of white on white crime? Never, right? You never heard that term, have you? No, probably not. No, because white people kill white people because yeah, they live by it. It's them. not a myth because if it, if it actually happens, is it a myth? I mean, no, it's, black people the, the, are the term, them. the term, the term is a myth that if you, you kill who you live by, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a population thing. You know what I mean? You don't have black on Mexican crime because they don't live by each other. The Mexicans live by Mexicans. Uh, I live in California. California. There's a lot of black and Mexican people living. Here. Yeah, but I'm saying, but in, in particular, you're gonna have races living by certain races. You're saying it's just, it's just, cause it should be just called crime versus- Period. Crime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. That's exactly what I'm saying. Right. It's Americans killing Americans, period. Right. That's all it is. Now, to counter that, imagine if you said, imagine if there was a terrorist attack and it killed 12 people, right? Let me tell you how we feel when people say black on black crime. Imagine if somebody, a terrorist came over here from overseas, drove a bus into a school and killed 12 kids. And then I go, well, hell, we have Americans killing kids all the time. People be like, whoa, that's <laughs> insensitive no, no, right. hell, it's, right? It, it does devalue people when you, when you, when the people say, oh, 12 people died, three Americans, it does devalue mm -hmm. the other nine people. You're like, wait, what about the other nine? What, they don't matter, their lives don't matter. I, I totally Exactly. So now, it's, it's for, you, you said it perfect. 
it's a horrible thing to do to devalue anybody's death. And it's not saying somebody's life is worth anybody else's. But yeah, if if these two guys in the neighborhood and they get in a fight and I beat it and he gets beat to death, that's bad. But when an officer of the law kneels on the man's neck for eight minutes and he suffocates to death, that's going to be deemed as a more horrible death. You understand what I'm saying? Of course, because and because you you trust in the police officers, but I do think that not ninety nine percent of cops are, are good or ninety. I believe ninety nine point five, even higher than that. You know, and, and and like you know, Chris Rock had a thing of like, well, you, the problem is you can't be bad in, in, in that thing. It's like a pilot. You can't be like, well, most of our pilots are going to land the flight today. Uh, that, you can't, American Airlines, you can't. Can't say that. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> that so, was perfect. <laughs> yeah, so I, I totally understand that. I also, though, agree with the fact that it's, it's a, it's, I think there's a big class problem and in, in the U.S. As far we're as like, segregated. We're segregated from birth. We're but, segregated but, but, by but race. I that, like, segregated but, by but I think it's, I think it's not necessarily I mean, it is, there's a race problem. It's like almost like two wars being fought. There's a race war, there's a class war. Because, class war. because it's not, look, I got, look, I've gotten beat up by a cops before. Like, I've, and I, and a political war. You know, uh, you know but there, it's a, a lot of times it's, it's, it's like when people say white privilege and then they go, well, you know, look at the people living in trailer parks and on, you know, $300 a week on welfare, People are saying, well, they have white privilege. And those people are saying, fuck you. I'm, I'm, you know, living in a fucking trailer park and I'm putting on MTV and I'm watching a fucking a rapper make it rain and Mayweather burning $100 bills. And they're saying, <laughs> and they're saying wait, 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 what are you talking about? Like, where's my, so I think so, there's, a, there's a big class problem. Um, definitely a class race, problem. There's a, and there's a race problem. So I think there's this. Let me, let me piggyback on what you just said though. Because that's everybody's response. Your white privilege, black privilege, all that privilege has nothing to do with your financial situation. Okay? It has nothing to do. Because I'll tell you, anybody that understands black people is poor white people. That's the coolest, <laughs> tightest. You will very rarely see a poor white person that's racist because they get along uh, so well. I don't know. I, I, hey. I'm not talking about the hill. I'm not talking about the rednecks that ain't never. Some of those Trump rallies. Some of those Trump rallies. I'm talking about. I'm talking about them poor little white kids that grew up with black kids. Yeah, yeah. You know know what I'm talking about? So, here's the thing: privilege has nothing to do with your upbringing. It has nothing to do with your. It has nothing to do with how poor your parents are or your parents beating your ass. None of that. Privilege has to do with the fact that me as a black man, I am a certain number of times more likely to get arrested, a certain number of times more likely to get killed um, by in certain things. That's privilege. I, I don't know a white man now that says, man, I'm afraid that when I leave my house, the police might accidentally kill my ass. This is, it just don't happen like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm afraid. But don't you think though, like because of that, right? Don't you think that goes into like, cause I, I know that like, you know, I coach wrestling and we wrestle against Harbor Westlake, right? Which is like, $60,000 a year to go to in for that middle school, right? And don't you think that like the black kids walking around Beverly Hills right now aren't as scared as the it black has, kids no, in Compton? It's, it's, no, because I'm gonna tell you why. It has nothing to do with their money. Take that Beverly Hills kid, put him in a car. If it's, let's say the Beverly Hills kid, when we get pulled over, it doesn't matter if you're an NFL player. Doesn't, as long as they don't recognize you, you are a black man. It does not matter. They don't care about 
Beverly yeah, Hills. No, I, you know, I understand that. I, 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 I hear you. And I, I that's his I, surroundings. That has nothing to do with his privilege. I he's in a better. He's in a better situation to least likely get, and you know, something bad happening to him. But our skin alone. Okay, like this. Think about this. This is the privilege part, Adam. What is going to happen to you because of the color of your skin? Well, what fears do you have? What fears do I have? Well, yes. let's let's say in all right. Well, on a different level. Let's talk about in my occupation, right? In the comedy world, right? Because, and I'm gonna get shit for this, okay? No, but you fine. You being honest. I know, I'm gonna get shit because people are gonna be like, "Oh, boo hoo hoo," right? I tried to get a. I, I wrote like five scripts, right? And I tried to get a, a an agent. And I've been doing comedy for 23 years. And I wanted to get a a, a literary agent. And my manager sent something to this literary company. And this guy who's an agent and who's Indian, or you know, he, he he's American, but he's he's Indian. Uh, uh, not Native American, so emails him back and says, sorry, the marketplace for white males is non-existent right now, right? So, and my manager forwarded me that email. That's fine, I got, I'm listening. Okay, so, so a part of me was like, this is, this is what, like, so now the color of my skin, I'm not getting looked at. And now, do I go, fuck this? Oh, I'm a fucking white male, this is bullshit. I'm gonna fucking, so, you know, I'm, I'm not going to because, okay, I'm just going to try harder. And you know what? Anybody that, that agency that looks at me because of my fucking skin color is not going to represent me, isn't my guy anyway. Fuck that guy. And I'm going to show him that, that the scripts are fucking great and I can write for something else. I'm not going to let that fucking guy deter me, you know? Um, but, or let's say you go to these NACAs, these college conventions, right, for, for comedians. They have to pick via quota. A white comic, a black comic, a Mexican comic, a girl, a lesbian, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, I'm in the biggest category, straight white male. So every year, you would see the same lesbian Asian girl and the same this one. And, then I, and, you, and you're like, she's not the – and her comedy, I hate to say it, wasn't – but I don't give a fuck about that because I don't use – I'm not using that as an excuse. I don't care. I'm, I'm going to work harder, and I'm going to work better, and eventually the cream is going to rise. Now, that's a very, very small example of- No, that's fine. I understand that's and, casting and, and discuss the form of discrimination, but- and I, I, but, I, but I'm not saying, because people are going to go boo-hoo, and, and, and I'm going to go, okay, fine. Okay, but it is my livelihood of how I make a living. But at yeah. the same time, okay, I don't care. This bigger fucking problem, okay? And if this is a way that, that, that that's, that's going to help the injustice that was caused by people before me, before me, so be it. Okay, that's- it is what it is. So let, let me let me share let me share with you something that's my fears, Adam. Even what you went through with the casting, my fears are, and I'm trying to keep my I'm trying to keep my emotions intact. Yeah, I'm afraid to leave my house. I'm not kidding you. I'm afraid to get pulled over. I'm afraid that when I shop, I get followed all the time. Okay, I'm afraid to go jogging. I'm afraid for my son to play in the park. I'm afraid to be sitting in my own house. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm work. afraid to walk down the street and turn the wrong way in the wrong neighborhood. I get it. It's ten times worse. I, I, no, I, I'm, no, no, don't, don't say. I'm not discrediting what you said, but no, I'm but no, you, no, I'm, I'm saying. Listen, everything worse. I'm telling you, everything I'm telling you is some is a form of why I've seen my people get killed. Tamir Rice was sitting in the park playing with a gun. My kids can't play with guns. I would never let my black son play with a gun. My son was 18, had a toy gun, and I took it away from him. He had a toy BB gun. He would get, I'm afraid he'd get killed. 
You know, I'm afraid to go jogging. Look at our bear. That's happened to me before. I've been followed before in trucks, cars, honked at. What are you doing in this neighborhood? It's my neighborhood. You understand what I'm saying? I, I, I've been pulled over when I was 16 years no, old. I was being searched, pat down, beat, all that. Look, I get that. And, and that's fucking awful. And, and something, and <laughs> that's something, a good way to put it. <laughs> and something needs to change. It's, it's terrible. That is fucking awful. And that should there's not only, be There's so, only one way to change it. I'm going to tell you how. You can't cure racism. Let me tell you why you can't cure racism. Because racism exists everywhere, no matter where you go. And you said it the best in the beginning. And I wouldn't even just say racism. It's a class thing, too. Because if it ain't race, if you got all white people, it's going to be the poor versus the rich. You know what I'm saying? Then it'll be the straight versus the gay. They're always going to find a way to divide each other. Here's my thing. You, you can't stop racism. People just, you're going to, that's always going to be racist no matter what. If even in Africa, in places where there's all black people, the light-skinned people don't get along with the dark-skinned people. It never ends. But this is how you stop, this is how you fix America, right? And I've been saying this, and I made a post, and people started busting at me, but then they all finally caught on what I was saying. If you can't beat them, you have to join them. Black people have been conditioned to hate the police, to hate the government, all the positions that we need to be in. Yet we complain about it. We need more minority politicians. We need more minority police. We need more minority teachers, coaches, people in powerful and leadership positions that can make decisions for us. We're, we're complaining about the justice system, but don't nobody want to be a judge. Don't nobody want to be a lawyer. Don't nobody want to be signed up for the highway patrol, firefighter. Police. You understand what I'm saying with this? I, I think that's 1,000% agree with you, but I also think there needs to be a retraining for police officers. You can't train a man, you can't train a man who grew up in an all-white neighborhood his whole life and go to camp for six months and learn how to deal with black people. It don't work like that. Well, I if, mean, if, if, I, if I had George, he wouldn't be dead right now. I know how to what, deal with I, him. But I feel like, well, I feel like, number one, you got to pay cops more money because the best- that, Yeah, you get what you pay for, but I'm saying, it's people also the people that you're hiring. They've never dealt with, they're scared of black people. You got, hey, now, Adam, you know this, a lot of police officers can't fight. They can't fight. In a street fight, that dude would have whooped that police officer's ass. In, in plain clothes? Yeah, of course. You understand what I'm saying? You got a bunch of dudes that have no wrestling, no jujitsu, no combat experience at all, except for the six months of, of, of training camp, and then you're gonna throw them out here and say, arrest that big old black man. Hell no, I got a taser and a gun? You gotta have, I, 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 you gotta do minority intervention. You gotta bring them in. You also, they need more combat training. I think that all police officers, all officers that have to apprehend people should be at least a blue belt in jujitsu. That's not hard to get. I you agree. Should be some, I don't care if you're a white belt, but you should, all police officers should have, like you said, they should be paid better. No, your ass has to do jujitsu two days a week. That's an hour out of your day that you must you must check in, and that's part of your pay. We will pay you to do jujitsu, and and you know how easy it would be for somebody to to you can you can always tell Adam when somebody's been trained. You be like, oh, that's that dude yeah, wrestled. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, one one thousand uh, percent. I man, I, I'm glad you're doing this, man. I really appreciate you opening up, and 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 we're actually going back and forth. We're not disagreeing. We're sharing. We no, I, I, world, I agree. And I know I'm going to get shit for people about the casting thing. I was just saying that how I've dealt with things based no, on... No, that's what you felt. That's discrimination, bro. That shit hurt. When you're, when you're stopped from doing something because of something you can't control, 
You can't control the two. No, of white. I know no, a lot of. But I know a lot of comedians or agents or actors that, that like they say to me, "Oh, it's just fucking bullshit. This is not a good time to be a straight white male. This is not a good time to be a straight white male." Oh, fuck it. <laughs> and, and and me, I'm saying, look, dude, get better. Like, okay, yeah. even if that's yeah. even you can if break that. You can you you said it. Part you can break that. You can. Hey, I'm a, I'm I'm about to show these. Mother- Make them want you. Hey, even my phone if- my phone is gonna die, and I do not have a charger. I'm just giving you a heads up. <laughs> but like, but even if that's the even if that's the case, even if that is the case, which I don't, I think it's an excuse. If that's the case, then be better to the point where they can't deny you. Um, exactly. And, and, and I think that, like, yes, you don't, you don't give up. I'm glad you said it. You do not give up. And I, you, you, I like that. You go out there and you make it happen. That's the thing. And 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 if if uh, you know, that's what I like about sports is that if you're the best guy out there, you're gonna win. For the you're most, gonna win. It don't matter what color you are. Now, you, even if it's a little bit tougher road, you definitely want to. Unless you but, hey, I don't want to hang up on you. It's going to die. Um, uh, it's all right, man. <laughs> listen, listen, this has been a great podcast. Uh, Always. Who do you got this week? Nunez or, uh, or, uh, or let's go down the fights real quick. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, because it is, a, it, is, it, is a, it is a fighting podcast, um, uh, which, so uh, I don't even know who Nunez is, is, is fighting. Uh, first of all, what do you think about John Jones uh, stopping vandals on the uh, on the? Uh, it was smart. I, I wish I could do something like that, but my wife is too afraid. You know, I'd love to go out there and do the same thing, but um, I didn't have to. The National Guard was here. I was going to step in, and actually, one of my wife's friends, one of my friends, he was he did what I wanted to do, and he got shot with with um, tear gas and 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 um, plastic bullets, so rubber bullets. Uh, it just is not the place. You know, what do you think about Colby Covington and get kicked out of ATT? I don't know wherever he got. I think Colby Colby Covington is an amazing talent. I don't know where he's going to end up. His persona he plays in public is not the real person he is. I, I look up to the dude, minus him being a dickhead. Um, as a fighter, I love his cardio. I love his technique. He just Usman was a hell of a matchup. Great fight. Usman just had more power. Period. Um, I just hope he ends up somewhere. And he keeps up the act. I like it because, man, we're tuning in. If Kobe come wasn't acting like a dick, I wouldn't watch him. I'm just being super honest. Uh, um, so, Nunez versus Felicia Spencer this week. I Nunez is going to get her, but it ain't going to be easy. That girl can take a damn punch. I think she went three rounds with Cyborg. Um, I think that once Nunez figures out she can't knock you out, she kind of plays it safe so she doesn't gas out. So, it's going to be an interesting fight, but I don't see her beat Nunez. Nunez is just a, a monster, man. Cody Garbrandt versus Asancio. Um, my heart's with Cody, but my, my head's with Asantel. Asantel's a monster. He just, just he's one of those, what's the dude name that just beat Tyron Woodley? Uh, he's like. Gilbert Burns. Just a hard-ass fight. Doesn't have a lot of holes at all. Good cardio, good stand-up ground game. You just got to hope you land something on that dude. So. Aljamain uh, Sterling versus Corey Sanhagen. Oh, my gosh. Another tough-ass fight. I want to go with Sterling. Sterling's improved a lot since he got knocked out by um, Morales, so I'm going with Sterling on that one. Neil Magny versus Rocco, Anthony Rocco Martin. Uh, uh, I'm going to go. I, I never bet against Magny. Um, the problem with Magny is he can beat uh, he can beat Anderson Silva, and he can also lose to Matt Riddle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, you know, he's just he's a guy that's a capable. I'll tell you one thing about him though: he gets better every fight. I promise you that. So uh, I'm going Magny. Sean O'Malley versus Eddie Wineland. I'm going with Wineland only because I know who he is. Uh, that, that's a pretty neutral fight. That's, that's almost like a sparring match. I'm just ah. be serious. 
if nobody gets caught, it's going to be a boring-ass decision. I, I like the finale, but I also like it when they put up against put a, a guy that, like, they're trying to build versus a guy that they think is on the way down. And yeah, and then they down wins. I don't – I really – honestly, I don't think Wiley's going to win. I just – I'm rooting for him. Uh, but O'Malley's just – man, I, O'Malley, I'm sorry. I got to quit with my heart shit. If I was betting, I'd bet on O'Malley. Uh, Bruce Leroy versus Chase Hooper. Uh, shoot, that's a good one. Um, I'm going with Hooper. I like Leroy, but he's sloppy. I love him. He's a good guy. He got good cardio. I think it's too sloppy. I think O'Malley. I mean, I mean, I think Hooper's gonna catch him. Hooper gets killed though when it comes to the feet, though. He looks like he's. He don't give a shit. Don't matter. So what? So did Hoist Gracie. <laughs> he's gonna get him down. <laughs> uh, Brian Kelleher versus Cody Stamen. I go with Stamen. Stamen's a Stamen's a beast. Yeah, uh, Gerald Mirshard versus Ian Heinish. I got Mirshard. I like Mirshard. He's a solid dude. Yeah, I like him too. Uh, finally, too. Uh, Herbert Burns versus Evan Dunham. Gosh, man, I, I, I hate to say it because you can be proven wrong. I think Dunham's done. I do. I, I remember when he first came out, he was one of the first, not first generation. He's kind of like a Rich Franklin. He was good at everything, great at nothing. But yeah. the times have passed, man. These kids, you got these black belts in here, out here throwing hands. Look at, you know, just, I think, I think Dunham's time's up. So I think I'll go for the other guy. I don't even know his name. What's his name? Herbert Burns, Kevin Burns' brother. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with Burns. It's, a, it's another buildup, like you said, putting the old school versus new school. Uh, Devin Clark versus Alonzo Menafield. Menafield is a guy that was at 9 0, eight knockouts, grew up in, uh, went to like 25 different foster homes, was adopted by a black Christian Nigerian family, uh, played. Uh, is he the one that just knocked somebody out like a week ago? No, it's this different guy. He's got to play college football. Devin Clark's a big dude, though, huge black dude as well. Uh, I can't. I don't know who the hell they are. I just flip a coin on that one. <laughs> I can't sit here and lie. Shit, whoever's names sound better is I'm picking. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, listen, Gerald Harris, it's a pleasure, honor to have you on, man. Uh, stay safe. Thank you for being a great role model and great person. Yo, thanks for thinking of me for real, man. You know I'm always there. I'll make time. Make time, man. Thank you. Take care.